Hey everybody, are you suffering from some sort of horrible disease or need your car refinanced or need to gamble online or purchase something that you definitely don't need and don't want to hear about in a podcast? Maybe get some mattresses or some sort of... Uh, okay, guys, look, I'm, I'm just going to come clean with you. I messed up. Uh, you know, Podbean, much to their credit, was like, hey, do you want to make some money on your podcast? And I was like, sure, that sounds pretty good. I said, all you got to do is click this button and then like, we'll do the rest. And I was like, I, so I clicked that button. And then I didn't realize clicking that button meant that you were all hearing like, really horrible ads that were dropped in the middle of wherever and made no sense and were obnoxious. So, um, some of you emailed me about that. Some of you are very confused, especially. I feel bad for some of you European listeners who were like, I don't know who these companies are or what it's talking about. So uh, I went ahead and I was like, well, it seems like I'm inconveniencing a lot of people. How much money am I making from this? Turns out, not a lot. Like, I think over the entire history of these ads being activated, and I can't even tell because I think the report is giving me over all time, but I think it was, it was $47. Right now, my account payable is $2. It's not worth it. So, I have turned them off. At least I think I have. And, uh, I'm sorry. And I won't do that again. So, yeah. Let's just, uh, forget that happened. Okay. Let's go. Showtime. The heart of the galaxy can only take so much until it breaks. Silhouette Zero presents... Coruscant is cracking. Hi, my name is Steven, and I am playing Steve Dore, a Miri Allen uh, Sentinel Jedi. Uh, let's see, when did I start listening to Silhouette Zero? I'm glad you asked. Well, I started listening way back in the first season of all things, uh, after getting a record recommendation from Heroes of the Hydean Way. Uh, I've also haunted Chris on his uh, now not so common uh, streaming. And then I made my jump onto the Discord where I uh, present myself as a incredibly talented, handsome and humble, talented artist person. Uh, everybody is delighted to bask in my presence, let me tell you. And that's about it. Okay, since it seems extraordinarily relevant for this particular session, would you please roll me four force dice? Four force dice. Let's see. And, ooh. That looks to me as to be one light side and three dark side. The force is not with me yet. Coruscant. You followed the instruction down to the very last letter and there it was the door you were promised a small access hatch 
that would get you into the Sundry's cargo freight elevator. It was a not very well known elevator because it was mostly used for food deliveries way back when the Jedi Temple was alive and kicking. And though the Empire was pretty thorough on its initial pass-through of the temple, either somebody overlooked this particular entrance or they just didn't feel it was necessary to worry about. And so there you are. Uh, if you recall, I think it's the Clone Wars where they have those like force locks where um, it's like a little lever. I think it's from the Clone Wars and only a Jedi can open them because have, you have to pull it open with the force and then turn the little key and then flip it back around and then it opens it up. That's what you have in front of you. And you know that there's supposed to be a freight elevator on the other side of this door. Describe what you're wearing and how you feel in this moment. Steve Dore is wearing uh, some utilitarian uh, mechanic overalls with a spacer jacket over that. He has, uh, in addition, kind of one of those little chest protector bits that uh, seems part of a welding outfit. He's does not stand out particularly much. Uh, he'd probably be having one of those ubiquitous ponchos were he not on Coruscant. But uh, Coruscant's one of the few worlds where wearing a, you know, brown robe or poncho would kind of stand out. Now, uh, Steve Dore is a Mary Allen, and he's got that green skin, and he's got some geometrical facial tattoos. Not too many. Uh, he's uh, fr way from the outskirts, uh, the periphery. Uh, and he's not quite as steeped in Muriallen culture as one might, uh, might expect from stereotype. But, you know, he, he knows where he's from. Uh, now that he's facing this door, uh, he's considering uh, his options. Uh, the Empire has been overthrown at this point. It's been gone for a fairly long time, and he's feeling slightly trepidatious anyway, because uh, the door's here, as was promised, and he expects that it was either just overlooked as unimportant, or that it was just used as bait to lure any gullible, sus unsuspecting Jedi into the clutches of uh, the seat of the ISB when the Empire was in power because they took over the Jedi Temple, if I don't miss my guess. Now, he's going up to the lock and he expects to just be able to open it. And so he does his best to do just that. He reaches out with the force to pull the little level lever and uh, he's going to try a key that he has on his person. The door and then opens as intended. Now, you were expecting to see an elevator. There is no elevator, just a big empty shaft. Well, that's not quite as expected now, is it? Oh, uh, it's a bit of climbing is in my future. And here I am, an expert AC repairman from the periphery. What am I even doing here? What am I doing here? Going down this hole for one. All right. Uh, is there elevator cables, as I would expect? Or would this be repulsor lift powered freight elevator? 
Hmm. I'm guessing repulsor lift. So there's probably a track, like a maintenance track. Mm-hmm. As soon as I, I thought about it, I expected, nah, they wouldn't have cables. Uh, to better fall down a shaft, you know, you wouldn't want anything to stop your fall. Right. <laughs> uh, so now he's got to go down. If someone is trying to just sneak in, maybe they'd want to go up, but he knows his destination is down. So he cavalierly goes over the side of the lip, uh, checks for a handhold, and there'd be an access uh Probably intermittent uh, rail rung ladder type situation inset in the wall where someone could uh, dangerously get squished if a freight elevator was to come up if they weren't quick. But he's going to aim for that elevator and just go rung by rung. It's uh, probably far too long to be comfortable, but, you know, he's got some daily physical activity and exercise that he maintains. So he's in good shape to head down this dark foreboding hole in the ground. And down he goes. Okay. So as you are going down, I would like you to roll your force rating. Hmm. My force rating. Okay. So, uh, so that would be two dice and I'll roll that right here. All right, two light and one dark. So you have an idea that wherever you're looking for is going to be below. You know that much. That's what the vision said. But of course, the information from the vision is going to be limited at this point. So you start to reach out with your senses and you do feel that you are definitely going the correct way. Um, that there's no doubt about that. But you also feel turbulence ahead that this is not going to be as simple as perhaps you might have hoped. Would have just liked to change out some uh, couplings, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, changed out the, you know, gasket that probably needs replacing. I mean, there's a light switch that might need repairing or rewiring. Simple stuff. That's, that's what he's expecting. Uh, but, you know, nothing's ever that simple. Uh, but... Steve Doré is uh, just heading down. Uh, the force is guiding him to an extent. He's um, not really a Jedi. He's Jedi adjacent in that, uh, you know, uh, his master, if you want to call him that, or at least his teacher, was a, uh, how you might say, Jedi dropout, or rather a guy who just never graduated. He aged out of the system and... Uh, now, after years of hiding, once the Empire fell, uh, fell apart, uh, he felt it was safe enough to pass on some teachings. And uh, lo and behold, that brings us to the inheritor of these teachings, Steve Doré. Uh, and now Steve Doré is wondering why he is just uh, wandering down this uh, long, long uh, too. There, there's really no way else to go. He probably passes a, uh, you know, a door every now and then, but he's going down. Uh, uh, actually, uh, he's going to try to stop at the first door and see if he can get that open. So right as Steve is making this decision, kaboom! 
Shake, 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 shake. There seems to be some sort of seismic tremor. The ones that you've been hearing about, of course. Um, so you're the... Uh, I mean, nothing's collapsing, but you are definitely being thrown back and forth. The, the shaft is rocking back and forth um, pretty heavily. So I need you to roll some sort of something to help you recover before you plummet. Before I plummet. Fantastic. Uh, so he is going to try to uh, use his coordination to stay on, the, hold on to the uh, railings before he just plummets to prob his probable death because falling in uh, Star Wars is very dangerous. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll me, please. It's uh, what did you say? Coordination you were doing? Yeah, okay. coordination. Coordination against a it's two purple. I flipped a dark side, so it's a purple and a red. Unless you'd prefer athletics. Uh, either is fine. I'll take athletics. Uh, now, I, uh, being a Jedi tots individual, Steve Doray has a few tricks up his hand, uh, up his sleeve, rather. And he's going to use his enhanced basic force power, which will roll his uh, force dice with this. And that's a yellow, two green, and also the force die. Uh, what was the difficulty? Uh, one purple, one red. Ooh, let's roll that. Make sure that's all good. Uh, success advantage and two light sides, which I can use as either a success or an advantage. Uh, so I'll do two successes, two advantages. Okay, so you hold on just fine. It's probably no worse than some manner of insane training you went through at some point. Maybe crawling up a tree and all of a sudden your master started shaking it around or something like that. So, oh, worse than that, uh, because we had to, uh, Old habits died hard, and he made his living on the periphery as a uh, ship mechanic. And he just hopped ships every now and then to stay under the radar. And so, you know, instead of shaking a tree, he uh, shaked a, a, you know, access uh, railing on inside an engine room, which was even <laughs> more dangerous. One of the few safety railings in Star Wars, and there he is shaking it away. Absolutely. So for your advantages, I'm going to say that um, while you are hanging there safely, you hear a cry coming out from below, several floors lower, um, of someone frightened and, and definitely like in distress. And you can actually even feel that through the force that there's someone who needs help below. Which, of course, is strange because there shouldn't even be anyone here. Well, now that's an odd thing now, isn't it? Let's check that out. Uh... So, uh, he's going to expedite his descent and try to do, uh, the cool thing where he holds the side of the ladder and just kind of slides down. Okay. Yep. You do that. You stop at, um, a level few, like I said, a few floors below where you currently were. Um, and the door on this level is already open. You can see into a hallway, uh, where there's a Twi'lek woman, um, huddled on the side. She's wearing, hmm, well, let's see. What do you, what's your knowledge? Well, roll me something, either a perception or a knowledge core worlds. I do have knowledge core worlds as a, a career skill. I don't have any skills in it, but 
I'm going to roll it anyway. That's three green against what difficulty? Two purple. Hmm. I assume she has one of those little twilight cats. Uh, all dice have canceled out. Okay. So, um, she's definitely not a warrior of any kind. She's wearing, um, sort of flowy, but not overly flowy clothing. Maybe like a administrator or a researcher, someone who has a white collar type of job. You can Mm. also see immediately standing out against her shoulder is a portable bathtub pack that has been hastily placed on her arm there. Um, And she looks frazzled for sure. She does not yet see you. I do the sensible thing and sneak up very sneakily and scare the bejesus out of her. No, um, <laughs> I call it. I call out like a empathetic, concerned person would. Hello, you okay over there? And uh, she immediately does that thing where she scurries backwards and says, "Who's there? Who is that?" Uh, just your friendly local neighborhood technician. I uh, heard the scream and I came looking. How are you? How are you? So have you entered the hallway or are you still hanging out uh, in the shaft? Uh, he's uh, like, uh, I imagine the, the ladder's right next to the shaft. So he's hanging off the, uh, 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 he's hanging off the ladder half in the shaft, leaning around the corner. Okay. She looks dumbfounded by you. A, a technician? Here? Uh, That's right. I have a work order and I aim to fulfill it. Uh, How are you? How about you? What are you doing here? You you must go back if you can. It is too dangerous here. Oh, well, that's concerning. Uh, You want to come with me? Uh, I guess up is that way. I'm not sure I could make the climb. She indicates her shoulder. Uh, that is concerning. Uh, you want me to take a look at it? You already got it bandaged. And he, uh, takes a step into the corridor at that point. And she, she's like, shh, quiet. They'll find us. They. And he starts looking around. Now, who's they? She stares at you for a long moment as if sizing you up. Mentally seems to make some sort of decision and nods to herself for... Head tentacles are twitching to and fro in some sort of meaningful way that you probably don't know. And uh, she goes, she motions you closer. Uh, would you say I'm in short range band for right yes. now? Well, he's going to move, use one of his other force powers, uh, the sense basic power. Uh, he's going to try to sense the current emotional state of the one living target with whom he is engaged. I suppose he has to move closer for that. Well, it depends on how many uh, points you roll, right? Uh, n- sort of. Uh, you have enhancements that you can buy. I did not buy the range enhancements for oh, okay. the sensory side. Okay. Uh, so he only has the basic level. Because I kept myself to a budget when making this character. <laughs> Chris would have let me go hog wild thousands of points, whatever I wanted. No, I kept myself to night level play, which is not a lot for trying to build a Jedi. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's going to make a sense uh, roll. I suppose I just need to roll my horse dice. Correct. 
uh, dark side, uh, and I'm not flipping a, a destiny point to use them. So, uh, the the dark side of the force is too obscuring the emotional state of what's going on. Can't get a proper read. Yeah, although that by itself is a little concerning. I mean, you've trained, you've been taught about the dark side of the force, but it's never felt quite so turbulent before. Oh no, uh, Steve Doré is um, an upstanding kind of fellow, fairly laid back, and he doesn't really concern himself with the dark side of the force. It, it hasn't seemed as... He's been warned about it, but it hasn't seemed as tempting to him as, uh, you know, its reputation would suggest. It's like uh, a guy who has never really had a beer thinking, ah, alcohol, whatever. Um, yeah. And and even beyond that, though, just the, the turbulence of the dark side here is, is partly is what's obscuring the sense that you're trying to get from her and and that by itself is a little distracting you're like what is what's going on here what is it because it's the site of where the jedi were massacred or is there something else more pressing um anyway she as you get closer she says uh, my name is kandra i'm a archivist for the new republic archivist yeah i mean i suppose there is uh, many records that need to be recovered but uh what sort of trouble would an archivist get into in the temple? I don't even know what to call it these days. Uh, there are not many who do know what to call it right now. It, uh, the recovery of the files from the Jedi Archive has been tied up in red tape for the last 20 years. It's only now that with the threat of Coruscant being destroyed that the uh, bureaucrats have finally allowed us to do the work that should have been done decades ago me and, and my, uh, my team what? and i we've we've been here for days trying to just go through the files collect everything we can and then they showed up a group of dark clad individuals with weapons and they've killed everyone on my team except for me somehow i've managed to escape although as you can see not fully unharmed and she again motions to the back to pack on her shoulder uh Indra, may I take a look at that? Uh, he wishes to inspect her, her wound. Sure. Roll medicine. Medicine. Don't got a lot of medicine, uh, but I'm pretty okay. Uh, what's the difficulty? <laughs> I'm going to say it's... Um, well, what is... what? What would you say is like the... Is Steve's experience in trying to do like field medic work uh i wish i could say uh he had a lot of experience with it, but he uh like his mentor uh went into the ship mechanic trade so he's not a field medic and most of his injuries that he's directly uh familiar with are workplace injuries uh, that might arise from working on ships, though that does include a lot of burns and such from welding torches and uh, other sharp metal bits. Okay, so I'm gonna say, um, and there's there's a there's a reason for my madness here. You're just gonna have to go with me. It is four red. Ooh, ouch. 
Four red. Um, let's see what happens. Amazingly, two successes. Okay, wow. Um, it looks like some sort of vibroblade injury. Uh, like, I don't know how many times he's been around. Maybe a vibroblade knife fight. Um, it must have been pirates. Something like that, yeah. But this one's pretty bad. It looks like it was a full-on vibro sword chop to the upper shoulder. You're surprised the arm is still attached, to be honest. Oh, my. We're going to have to mobilize your arm here. Um, one second. Let's see what I have on me to help with this. Goodness. Um, so while, while she has it back to patch on, uh, he's going to get like, he, 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 she needs a sling essentially. Uh, so he's like, best I can do is some tape. I hope you're okay with that. Uh, unless you want, unless you want to sacrifice the sleeve of your shirt, I'm going to just tape your arm against your torso to immobilize it because I don't know if you can see that. I know you can feel it, but maybe you can't. That is pretty bad. Uh, you need a back to tank and pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, um, do do what you must. Okay. So you, you do that, you, you stabilize your arm, I'm not going to make you roll for it, it's a pretty simple thing that anybody, I think, can just sort of fumble their way through. Going on my previous successes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, she looks thankful, still stressed, still scared, but she keeps glancing back down the, co the corridor where she came from, and she says, uh, I do thank you for your help, but I... I hate to say anything, but I need to go back. Are you, are you kidding? <laughs> this is not a very funny joke. Your, your arm is seriously wounded. Uh, what could possibly be back there that you need? My data core. It has everything that we've been working on for the last three days. And I'm afraid these men are ransacking the archives. If I don't bring them the information with me, then my team's deaths were for nothing. Well, uh, we can't have that now, can we? Uh, maybe that coolant link in down below is can wait. Ah, uh, do you want me to lead the way? Do you have a... Oh, no, 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 I, I could not ask you to do that. It, these men are dangerous. Very dangerous. And I agree with you. Uh, how about I go back up, uh, leave you to that? No, no, that'd be bad. You need help. Um... You're not asking, I'm offering. Let's go. If nothing else, you can trip me or these other fellows and try to make another escape. Okay, there we go. That one went through. <clears throat> she nods and... and uh, okay, I'm. thank you. I'm very grateful. If we are quiet, perhaps we can get it and then come back quickly. I'm good at being quiet. Don't you worry. Uh, so... Are you good at being quiet is the better question. I have managed to elude them so far, so I guess so. I I will let you take the lead, though, and you can check it out, since my mobility is somewhat limited. Uh, quick question. What's the lighting situation in here? Um, power seems to be on. Okay. So there's no uh, darkness to slink through at the moment. There's illuminated hallways. Um, probably more like a... Well... So it's been 40 years <laughs> and uh, 
Um, maybe, well, probably even, maybe 45, actually. Um, so kind of more of an emergency lighting situation. Stuff's working here and there, but bulbs have been burned out. And of course, things are all thrashed and bashed and just has fallen under disrepair. And of course, there's been a bunch of shaking these days. So there are patches of darkness if you need them. Uh, he, he's not worried about that, but uh, he's more relieved that he doesn't have to use a flashlight to uh, his position with. Mm-hmm. So he's going to uh, attempt to lead the way. Oh, uh, Indra, do you have a communicator on you? Um, yes, uh, I do. It's one of the few things I have. Okay, uh, here's my comm frequency. Let's link up in case we need to split up a moment. You do uh, that. Uh, so if uh, I get separated and I need uh, directions, you can guide me. Fantastic. Uh, let's get to slinking. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> All right. You want to roll me a stealth? I would love to roll you a stealth. Um, now a leading question. Are these individuals immune to force? Um, they are not. All right. Then I get two blues to the stealth roll. Would you like to, to give me a difficulty? It is two purple purple let's see how will i do okay so i have three successes a threat and a triumph Ooh, very nice i am mad sneaky uh so the the triumph let's see well let, let me give you the first thing you see maybe you can think of a triumph based off that okay so you're walking through this this corridor and of course the jedi temple is a huge structure with a lot of different levels and a lot of different purposes um this uh, particular deck seems to be taking you towards what looks like um, would have been the work area for transport trips. Um, and uh, dead ahead, you see that there is a man standing on a catwalk who is uh, operating some sort of console uh, completely focused on the console. The person is wearing dark clothing. Um, you know, stereotypical sort of like battle gi. Um, he's got a weapons belt with a vibro sword hanging off his left hip. And, uh, of course, covered his face with some sort of black mask. You do sense the presence of the dark side of the force around him, but it's not particularly strong. The catwalk is over a empty flight bay. And there's no railings, naturally. Uh, do the catwalks have railings? I, I mean, that, that that's a uh, decision. That's the choice to be made. I'm trying to think through all the catwalks. Uh, some do, some don't, or some have partial. I feel like right where he's standing at the operator part probably does. I mean, we gotta say the Jedi uh, uh, prescribed to the highest safety standards, not like the Empire that came later. Well, they true, but also, they could all catch themselves if they fall, so... Oh, yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes they want to look cool and slouch or something. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll put railings. Here we go. We got railings. All uh, right. And I... Steve uh, sees this uh, fellow, senses him, like a malignant odor, 
does not like what he sees or uh, senses uh, because he's like hit with a bad smell, but physically, psychically. And he's like, when he ducks back around and he's like, cautions Kendra to be back at, uh, back behind. So the triumph uh, I would like to be that uh, Kendra has a completely concealed hiding spot from this fellow that is on the catwalk. The threat, because I have one, I want to say is uh, we both can't fit behind it. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, it's like, okay, um, Kendra, we have a bit of situation here. I don't know uh, if you saw what I said, but uh, one of those uh, black-coated individuals uh, is out on the sidewalk. I'm not sure what he's up to, but I guess we have to get by him to get your data core. She nods from her hiding spot. Uh, Steve uh, breathes deeply. All right. Uh, Let's see if I can do something about this. And uh, he pulls out uh, a large hydro spanner from his belt. Uh, And he's going does the thing where he puts his lip up, uh, finger up to his lip, sneak up behind him, and waylay him. What do you want to roll for that? Uh, stealth to sneak up, at least. Uh, with which can be applied to an attack roll of any successes or uh, disadvantages. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and do the same. Basically, it's going to be the same roll. All right. Same roll. I like the same roll. Same roll is good for me. And... Steve Doré rolls, and he has Holy two successes. And oh, uh, wait, you forgot! <laughs> you forgot! Well, uh, I forgot. Let's uh, add in. You <laughs> forgot the purples. Okay, so that is actually four advantages. Okay, no successes, four advantages. So this this uh, dark Jedi fella or Sithling or who knows, but they're gonna see you. You have four advantages mm-hmm. to play with, though. Uh, I want to say uh, however many advantages to say that he sees me only after it's too late. He's not surprised, but I managed to close the distance. Okay. Yep. Uh, roll me a, a melee check, I guess. Melee. Uh, so he swings that Hydra spanner. Get a blue for some advantages. Okay. Uh, what is his melee defense, if anything? Nothing, or just two blue, purple? Oh, I forgot to check. Um, nope, just two purple's fine. Okay. Three successes and a threat. Okay. Uh, you clobber him on the head, and he slumps over without a, um, without a peep. Just, night-night. Ooh. Hey, Steve... Uh, pulls the gentleman behind cover uh, where he can't be seen easily and he starts rifling through his belongings yep so vibro sword calm um i don't know like 35 credits uh pulls off the mask and sees what he's dealing with just a human of some sort nondescript uh and he's got that battle robe thing yeah he takes off the belt and uh, hog ties him. 
All right. He is securely hogtied. All right. Uh, having done so, uh, with a sword in hand, because why not? Um, Steve makes his way back to Kendra. Well, uh, good news. One down. Uh, do you know how many there were? I, I am not sure, but we are not too far from where I left my data core. So I don't think we, if we are lucky, perhaps we won't come across any more. Uh, well... As the Jedi used to say, may the Force be with us. Let's uh, keep moseying along. No time to stop here. And he waits for her to lead him on. Yeah, so as you continue on, you go through this uh, ship bay area. There doesn't seem to be anyone else on this level. And so she uh, gets you to a regular lift which seems to be powered up and, and working fine, and she pushes a couple of buttons. You descend a few more levels. When the door opens, you can see that you're on one of the archive levels now, and uh, you've got all those, like, glowing bookshelves. <laughs> no one has any respect for paper anymore. Um, and it's one of those weird moments in life where, uh, as you are either thinking or saying that, Simultaneously, you also hear someone saying, no one has any respect for real paper anymore. And you look <laughs> up and you see that ahead of you are two more of these guys. Uh, and they seem to be going through a pile of these data things that they've pulled off the shelves. The um, archive, you know, they've piled all these data, whatever, data drives, data slates, data bits, holocrons, who knows, there's just a bunch of stuff they're kind of going through a big pile of it and that guy, one of them says that exact phrase just as you are either saying or thinking it. <laughs> they are at medium range right now, they both have their back turned to you. Uh, what do you mean nobody respects real paper? That's just what I said, nobody respect, respects real paper. If they had real paper, we would be looking at nothing. Just crumbled bits of rotting paper. Why would they want... Why would we want that? I'm just saying. There's a gravitas to paper. A simplicity to paper. Paper doesn't need power source. Paper doesn't need a software update. Paper also needs to be held in a temperature-controlled environment. It's been 45 years since anyone's been in this archive area. You think we would have gotten anything good out of here if it was made out of paper? I'm just saying. You would have thought that the Jedi would have had more respect for artistry. Who cares about artistry? We're here for to get the job done. Well, just, just trying to make conversation. This is a very boring job. Anyway, they go back and forth like that for a while. Mike, be quiet, Kendra. They're dropping information. <laughs> Okay, I think they're looping. They're, they're starting to bicker. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Um, now there's, but now there are two of them. Uh, so, Kendra, these are bad people, yeah? She nods. They, they, these are the people that killed my team. Right, right, right. Um... Do you want to try to sneak past them, or is your data core somewhere close by? She peers around the edge of the lift. I don't see it here. I think I left it on the other side of... Oh no, there's another archive room across this hallway. 
I believe that's where I left it. Okay, so I'm gonna cause a distraction and then we're gonna try to go by them, okay? Gene odds. Roll me a perception, please, to purple. To purple. And let's see, what is my perception? My perception is okay. My F's it, my perception's pretty good. My perception is one yellow and three green against two purple. One success. Okie dokie. So, um, you know, there's a lot of unattached objects in this room, we'll say. Things that you can very easily, in the silhouette zero range, move with the force. I don't, if you have that power, I didn't check. Um, I do. But there's also, you know, um, twisting corridors, seating areas. Um, and uh, I will say you do notice these are the only two of these people in this room. You don't notice any other people at all here. Fantastic. Uh, so he is going to try to use the force to knock over some stack that they probably have in a different uh, aisle that they can't directly see. Mm -hmm. And he's going to attempt to, you know, push over the stack. And when it's pushed over, he is going to try to take Kendra and go the around the opposite side. Okay, so let's do the force check first. Okay, so I need to call upon the force and see how good I get. Ideally, a little bit roll. Two force points, excellent. So he has the basic move power, which lets him uh, move a silhouette zero at short range. But he has two advancements, one that lets him move up to silhouette one, and up to range medium for a uh, expenditure of a force point. And he has two force points. So he knocks over a silhouette one stack of, you know, data pads, and he does it at a fair distance. Okay. So, and you, like, as you say, you push the, a pile from uh, another aisle where that's not an immediate line of sight. They both look up. See, do you hear that harsh sound? If it were paper, it'd be more of a sound. Much more pleasant. Yeah, but if it were paper, we'd be spending the next 20 minutes piling it all back in order. And they're, again, continuing to bicker as they saunter off in that direction to go attend to the pile. And then you are, of course, going to roll another stealth check. It will be... um. You're going to get a blue because they're obviously like engaged in some other thing, but it's going to be a black because Kandra is, of course, injured and cannot move as quickly as you may hope. And all right, that is true. She is injured. Um, let's see the roll. Uh, two successes and an advantage because my stealth is. Um, but he says, oh, guess I didn't have to make a uh, distraction after all. As he uh, plays off his force push, because, you know, what is waving a hand? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I would like to say that is my advantage. Perfect. So you guys uh, make it easily across into the next hallway. Uh, it's a very long hallway, and you can tell that there are, um, you know, multiple other archive rooms. She starts walking down to the right towards another archive room. And as you do, you are passing uh, other smaller rooms, and there's one room that's, a, that's marked uh, meditation. And 
all of a sudden you get this incredible pull in your mind that there's something in that room that you need. You absolutely need to go in that room. Uh, I bring uh, Kendra up uh, short. I'm like, quick, let's hide in here. As I use that as an excuse <laughs> uh, to go in there and sidetrack ourselves momentarily. The door slides uh, open, close. It's a very boring room. It's got, um, there's no windows, nothing to look at. It's clearly meant for Jedi meditation. Um, there are a circle of different seats, although with time, the cushions have eroded and eaten away, leaving only the metal framing behind. There's nothing in this room, but you still feel it. It's calling out to you that there's something behind one of the walls. Uh, terribly sorry, Kendra. Um, we're making a little detour because the work order I was supposed to check out. I think this might be the place. She looks uh, incredulous. <laughs> this is not the time. Whatever. Unit of the Republic has sent you down here for your work order. I'm sure they will understand that you were not able to complete it. Oh, uh, terribly sorry, but, uh, I wasn't sent by the Republic. Uh, independent contractor, really. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, he started, he's saying this as he's, uh, examining the wall and, uh, feeling with the force. Uh, so he's, you know, he, he's already got this strong sense pulling him. And he lets that guide him towards a particular section of the wall. And yeah. he's going to reach out for an unlocking mechanism. You see, he's trying to fill it uh, and he's banking on it to be similar to the one that opened the door that he first came through. So reaching out through the forest as you are, your hand is gliding up and down the sides, looking through your nooks and crannies and Although there's not a force mechanism, there is a hidden switch. And you hit that hidden switch. A panel oh. slides open to reveal the most gaudy statue you've ever seen in your life. It is a three foot tall golden Bith. Um, and this, not all Biths are musicians, but this one was. And, uh, Goodness gracious, there are more gems on this thing than you could ever hope to count. It's in his eyes, it's on the instrument, it's all over his clothes. There are gems shimmering all over this giant golden statue. You have no idea why it's here, but you know one of these gems is a kyber crystal. Well, uh, this is so ugly, it must be culturally relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra's behind you looking at it like... What is this? Uh, you know, uh, I thought I'd go stop by on the gift shop. Uh, I'm running my hands over it, and I fear that it might actually be like inside it somehow if it's not on the exterior. But he's checking them over to make sure he just doesn't have to cut it open or something. Yeah, what color do you want this to be? Uh, the crystal or the blade that it makes, or uh, I guess it would be both. both. Yeah, yellow. So you do find it on the surface. It's next to one of the much larger diamonds as a piece of, you know, ornamentation. But there is the yellow kyber crystal right there, and it doesn't look too hard to pick out. Hmm. Uh, this one looks a little uh, loose. Uh, whoops. <laughs> as I <laughs> just <laughs> manhandle it out. Uh, 
Am I able to detach it successfully? Yes, no problem. So, uh, oh, yes, uh, as a Kendra, do you mind uh, terribly much to hold on to this? It probably belongs in a museum. Uh, except for this bit, uh, I, I, I feel like this is a good souvenir for my troubles. I'm just <laughs> going to uh, uh, put this with my wrench, you know, so I don't lose it. Don't pay any attention to the wrench. Uh, yeah, I think we can go. Uh, and enjoy the statue. It's considered it my gift to you. So you're just pocketing the kyber crystal? Uh, actually, I put it in my wrench because my wrench is not really a wrench. Oh, very good. Well, it so is you... a wrench, but uh, half of it isn't. So are you trying to like actually make it functional? Yes. Uh, he's going to uh, slot it into the uh, emitter housing and like it should be. Uh, he's not one of the he didn't go through the traditional training where you're supposed to do this with fine force control. He's uh-huh. uh, done everything with tools, so he just pull, pulls it open a little bit, and it uh, slides right apart, and there's a little container uh, there that is suspiciously crystal-shaped, and he inserts it into this uh, socket and fiddles with it a little bit to align it. And the closing process apparently centrifugally aligns it a little bit more as he just closes that back up. There's a click and a small hum as um, he just reholsters that uh, hydro spanner. Well, at least there's supposed to be a click and a small hum because I'm flipping a dark side. And right mm-hmm. as you're, you've placed it in the emitter, you're about to close it, you feel a woo. And all of a sudden, the crystal is yanked out of your grasp you're pushed back you look up and you see Kandra is holding it between her fingers and she's smiling and goes ah i knew there had to be one down here somewhere thank you very much jedi for helping me to find it and she also tears away her back to thing the wound on her shoulder is no longer there and she pulls out her own crude looking lightsaber implement and sticks the crystal in and ignites the lightsaber. Well, ain't that a fine bee in my bonnet? Uh, Roll initiative. This, this is inconvenient. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I would say I need to roll vigilance for this, for I am being uh, waylaid. Yes. So, ad, uh, success, two advantages. Two success, three advantages. So she gets to go first. Um, so Kandra, now... Her eyes, yellow with stiff dark side rage, uh, is going to just leap straight at you with this lightsaber. Now, conveniently, she also was not trained to make a lightsaber with the fancy force delicacies, which means that crystal is very much retrievable. Mm. Mm. Is it now? It is. So as she's jumping at you with this attack, um... Instead of just sort of going back and forth rolling attack rolls, what I would like you to do is tell me what, like, how are you trying to dodge this attack and are you trying to simultaneously get the crystal back? Well, fantastically, uh, one of the powers, uh, his most advanced power, at least half of it, is the sense force power. And when he he can commit a force power, uh, a force die to... 
basically predict and sense the movements that his opponents are making, and that upgrades the difficulty of the dice pull against him. So mm-hmm. uh, he makes it difficult, and he does it twice because he's that advanced. But it takes him to commit a force die to do it. So he's basically just reading her movements and just dodging out of the way. Okay, do you have any melee defense? Uh, I will when I use my dodge ability, uh, <laughs> which I will also do. Let's see, where's my dodge ability? That's, uh, I have one, two, do I have any more? I have two ranks of dodge as well. So, uh, I have to suffer two strain and I'm going to upgrade it another two times. So the difficulty to hit me is upgraded four times. Okay. So if I've, if I've got this right, it's so it's two, two purple upgraded one, two twice. So now it's two red and upgraded one more, which would make it purple Purple. and then upgraded one more to make that a red correct okay and you have one melee defense or no uh no but i quick draw to pull that sword uh i do not but i do have that wrench in hand so i can try to parry with it (laughs) okay so let's see if i just get let's see if steve dore ends here in a just cinematically falling in half motion so we've got two yellow and a green against three red and one black. Mm-hmm. A failure and a threat. So she very, assuming that this is going to be easy, she thinks you're some yokel who, you know, has a little bit of force power and you've, you've played yourself up well as the everyman, you know, friendly technician. She does a very basic step forward horizontal slash. You dodge out of the way and she cuts that biff in half (laughs) it's turned to molten slag on the ground man that thing is worth so much money but it is currently melting (laughs) and gems scattering across the floor of the meditation chamber and uh, with this threat if you want to try to pull this um, you'll get a blue to whatever action you want to take next Uh, I'm going to try to use the move power to uh, pull the gem to me alright uh, so I guess, uh, I just roll force. Mm-hmm. I have one force to use because I've committed the other one. Uh, roll. It's Ooh. black, but I'm going to flip a light side to use it because I, I'm, there's a, uh, desperate edge to, uh, Steve Doré's actions. And, uh, he's going to just try to yank it out as he's got a little bit of fear that uh, if this does not work, uh, he's going to get, well, sliced in half. Yeah, so you pull the crystal out, the lightsaber blade on her end fizzles out. You catch it. It's mm-hmm. incidental to load it back into your lightsaber. <laughs> and uh, a brilliant uh, yellow beam just uh, erupts out of the hydro spanner, just blowing off the top. Uh, it uh, was supposed to be removed beforehand, but there was no time. Uh, well, Kendra, uh, we don't have to do this. Um, unfortunately, we most definitely do. It is our destiny. Why else would we meet here, both looking for the same thing? 
very good question. I would like to say that my uh, mentor set me up on a date, but uh, I don't think you're <laughs> agreeable to that. No? Uh, I mean, it's just fate that we meet. It doesn't have to be fate that one of us falls. Uh, as uh, he starts circling around, uh, he's going towards the exit. Uh, it does not look like she is going to budge. Oh, Kendra. It's uh, your call. I have no enmity against you. Then hand over the bl- then hand over the crystal, and I'll be on my way. <sighs> Can't be doing that, no. Uh, so if you want it, though, you'll have to come and get it. And then he just runs away. Uh, okay, so you're gonna try to get around her. Yeah, he was uh, kind. He's got a sword, uh, well, lightsaber, and it doesn't seem she does. So he's been having the sword out, and he's just been circling around or attempting to uh, until he has a clear line for the door. Okay, so this is what I want you to roll. Um, hmm, I guess, what is it? I guess intimidation or coercion? Okay, since you're not trying to cut her down, what I'm going to say is either an athletics to kind of brawl, like just knock her over, or a brawl check to, you know, shove her out of the way. Hey, everybody. So it was around this point of the recording where uh, Steve's computer decided to just no longer cooperate and he had to switch. And um, when he did that, for some reason, the background noise on his uh, mic got really bad. So I have done my best to clean it up, but um, it is what it is. So here we go. So uh, he's going to try to juke around her with athletics. Uh, And that was one yellow, two green against what? Two purple? Uh, No, it would be two purple. It is adversary two. So it's going to be two red. Ooh, but this isn't an attack against her, is it? Or are you going to say uh, it is anyway? It is anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, perfectly fine. Any blacks or anything? Nope. No oh, good, because I removed one black. I had two advantages. Okay. Uh, she, uh, my arguments are persuasive, and she feels bad for trying to stop me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want my advantages to be. Uh, okay. <laughs> she does feel a little bad about trying to stop you here. Not bad enough, it seems, to not try to throw force lightning at you, though. Um, because that is what's about to happen, and we're going to see how this works. So it is Unleash. Uh, force rating of 3. Uh, let's see. Average discipline check. Wow. So, um, let's see. Is uh, this a, an attack? Please tell me this is intact because I'm going to, I can dodge that too. Um, let's see, I haven't really reused this. Um, it is not an attack. It is just a discipline check. <laughs> but I have to roll enough, I have to pass the check and I have to generate enough force points to do it. Uh, with three force points it sounded like, I think you got it. Uh, well, you'll see. I don't know, man. I mean, I haven't played a lot of Force users, only Matu, really, and sometimes I was surprised at how inconsistent it was. Yes. The powers are so inconsistent sometimes. All right, here we go. So it's four yellow, two purple, three Force dice. Ka-choo! 
Oh, actually, it's a fail. Uh, she, it's, uh, you know, that conflict that grew up within her. Uh, she feels bad, and her feeling bad is the wrong kind of feeling bad to electrocute me. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I'm going to go with that. So the lightning, she's just like, get back here! And um, starts throwing force lightning out of her fingertips. It arcs all around the doorway as you're blasting by. Um, but it's just, it's not enough to connect. Probably some of it hits the lightsaber, as is wont to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with that. Oh, you've just given me more reason to run away! <laughs> as I just, uh, uh, keep booking it. And I am going to, let's see, for the encounter, activate another ability. Uh, and that ability is called Shroud. It's from the Shadow Tree. I can spend one destiny point to make himself undetectable via force powers, make his own powers go unnoticed for the remainder of the encounter. Ooh. So Holy basically smoke. I'm force invisible. Jeez. Uh, as he's like just running away in a giant game of cat and mouse. Okay, so um which way are you running when you get out, left or right? Uh, left, that, which I believe is uh, further into the temple. Okie doke, so you are running further into the temple. She runs into the corridor after you. Um, although you are not detectable of the force, you're still, like, visible, correct? <laughs> absolutely, uh, she can absolutely still see me. Okay, so she's going to try her own force move to try to pull the crystal back out of your lightsaber here. Um, yeah, oppose that. <laughs> not sure. How do you do an opposed force roll? Uh, I would be opposed discipline, I believe. Well, that makes sense if it's like mind to mind. I guess I don't know. Oh, I uh, guess so. like, I guess if it's like I'm, I'm thinking like you know when Ray and Kylo were trying mm-hmm. to fight over the lightsaber type of thing. I guess that would be discipline. Yeah. Right, what's your uh, discipline? Which is. <laughs> That's great, as I wasn't expecting this part. Uh, So my discipline is uh, one yellow and one green. Okay, so a red and a purple. And I'm going to roll the force dice because I can't do this unless I activate the force. So four yellow, one red, one purple, three force dice. Ka-chow. Two success, two advantage, Mm -hmm. but only one dark side point. (laughs) So... Let's see. Let's 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 parse this out. Your first mm-hmm. unleash was well. He, she failed in her unleash attack. You did buy, so you were probably at short range at that point. Then you took a turn to, ru- yeah. to run, which is another yeah. Oh, yeah. range ban. So now you're in medium. So for her to actually do this, she's gonna have to actually use the light side of the force. <laughs> Are you going to convert her? I feel like this is where this is going. I wasn't expecting this, but I feel like you're going to convert her back because I'm flipping the dark side point and she is drawing on the light side of the force. Um, so I guess... Chris, have I done anything to surprise you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the question's not asked on the first session. So as, uh, you know, you... You turn around, um, 
because you're light, you feel the tug on your lightsaber. The crystal flies out. You reach out with the force as well. You're both pulling on this thing in midair, and perhaps it's the location of being in the Jedi Temple. Perhaps it was the un the, the sincere kindness that you showed her, because none of that was an act, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael was an act. Yeah, and I think yeah, that in fact, uh, one of his uh, let's see, what's it called? Uh, his morality, his emotional strength is compassion. Um, and and I, it's that that confuses her as as someone who has followed the dark side and lives off of deception. Um, assuming that with your abilities to sneak up on people and hide yourself in the forest, that you must be just as deceptive as she is. But the fact is that you're not. And mm-hmm. as she grasps onto the crystal, she looks at it and she feels conflicted for the first time in many, many years. And she's going to put it in her lightsaber, but she hesitates and she looks at you and says, why, why bother? The Jedi have been dead for many years. <laughs> oh, not all of us. Just, just mostly the knights. Uh, it's not too late to learn a better way. You no, know, I, I got a mentor. Uh, he's uh, real old at this time, but he's uh, not quite the jerk that I think yours is. You don't know what I have done to get to this point. The lives I have taken. Oh, I don't. I don't know those. But I do know something you don't. What is that? You can always atone. The future is always open. You can be better than this. So while you're having, while she's hesitating there, uh, the two guys you did not, that you were distracted from the previous archive room, uh, stumble out into the hall and they see you and they're, they're reaching for their blasters. I, I don't suppose I could have that back. Uh, I know a trick or two with the blaster. <laughs> but, uh, um... No, um, uh, so he reaches for his blaster and pulls it out to shoot back at the other guys while, uh, trying to take cover if there is any. All right, roll ranged, uh, light, just two purple, nothing fancy. All right, ranged light, uh, you would be happy to know that he is incredibly good at ranged light fighting. He has three greens against two purple. <laughs> uh, uh, success and a threat. Um, of course, his threat is his nerves because he is not good at range. That's a, light that's a failure and a threat. Oh, that's a failure and a threat. That's even worse. <laughs> um, uh, so you're shooting. Yeah, you're, you're, you're shooting offhanded because you know you're you're holding your lightsaber held in one hand and you're fumbling around with the left hand or your or your other blaster and you're Absolutely. like ah. <laughs> and I and I clearly don't want to shoot these guys. I don't want to shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it was a warning shot. Uh, I'm still going to take that strain, though. And uh, the the Kandra still sort of hesitating, um, holding the crystal, slides the crystal into her lightsaber, turns it back on, and then holds her hand up like as if to order the other two guys to stop. They skid to a stop, but they're little. They look confused. Like, why are we not killing this guy? Uh, oh. It, it, it heard my way of thinking. You're on board. You're ready to sign up. Sounds great. Fantastic. I'm glad, glad we're in agreement. Uh, we don't need to do any of the shooty, sword fighty thing, right? No? Good. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, you want to try a social check? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. 
Uh, hmm. Well, I'm not trying to deceive deceive her, which is the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, I say, charm her. And uh, what is her difficulty? I suppose. Hmm. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't know if she's see. It normally would be discipline. I don't feel like she's actively trying to not be charmed. You know what I mean? I guess cool then, yeah. which would be yeah, cool, cool. three purple on her end. But I'm going to give Oof. you two blues because of the, you know, the light side of the force conflict inside her. She's going all Kylo Ren on this moment. Like, I'm trying to resist. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I have the button for that. I'm going to flip a uh, dark side, uh, flip a light side uh, to upgrade to a yellow. So I have a yellow, a green, two blue against three purple. Uh, let's see if the force is with me. Force is with me. Two successes. Okay, so she, the other two guys are staring at her, staring at you, staring at her, staring at you. They're like, what the heck is going on? And uh, she turns her lightsaber off and turns around and looks at them and she goes, tells the master that I am no longer in his in service. Now these two guys, uh, Look like they want to say something, but you can tell that she's much stronger than them, and they and now she has a lightsaber, and so they're like, uh, you know, he's not gonna let you go. That's not how this works. And she goes, Maybe it is. Oh, it absolutely is. That's absolutely how it works. Also, we're <laughs> really good at hiding. <laughs> and then she walks over to you unclips the kyber crystal out of her lightsaber and hands it to you. Oh, much obliged. Uh, gives it uh, uh, two fingers, uh, taps it against his forehead as if in prayer and slots it back into his lightsaber. Uh, well, I, I'm sure one will call for you as well if you keep on this path. Uh, shall we be going? Yes, and then she does a wave of her hand and knocks those two guys into a wall to knock them out. And Oof, uh, uh, that's uh, that's was uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. That that's mm. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been able to practice that much myself. Uh, being that it's very flashy, and hiding is the thing that we do. So do you? The other thing with hiding though is also running. And uh, let's get started on that. Uh, daily uh, cardio, very important. Let's go. And he starts taking off. <laughs> and as we pull back out of the Jedi Temple, watching as this not quite Jedi as a now new not quite Padawan, we zip out past the temple, past the surface of Coruscant, and into the darkness of space as we reach the end of our story. Hooray! End of episode. We didn't know you say that at the end end. Don't say it now. Oh, well, cut that out and spice it in at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we have to say it. No, you have to do it. So you have to say it for real. Okay, but no, okay, cut okay. that one out then. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to cut that one out. I'm going to leave it. Uh, <laughs> so we did it. You converted the, Sith, the, the, the dark person that I, of all the options I thought of, I was not thinking that you were going to convert them with. Uh, Midwest friendliness? Question mark. 
kindness and compassion. Yeah, the what end, the heck? <laughs> antithesis of the sin. Uh, well, I hope you had a good time. You know what? I just realized uh, she was doing that all one-handed as she still had that tape sling. Oh, that's true. I did forget to take the, the tape sling off. Clearly, she just uh, forced ripped that off when she took off the back of the hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's probably definitely what happened. Um, okay, well, uh, aiming the plug? Uh, they would be remiss with me. Um, I would be remiss, rather, uh, if I did not plug Steam, Steel, and Murder. It is a podcast and video stream uh, RP made uh, run by Bert Isla, who I sometimes uh, have the privilege to grace his channel. Uh, but anybody can join that uh, channel if they are so inclined. Uh, he takes all comers. And that's about it. Alright, so yeah, go definitely check out that show. Um... You know, for the rest, uh, soulzero.com, patreon.com slash soulzero if you want to join the Discord and see Steve's uh, drawings. He does a, a doodle prompt that everyone is very enthusiastic about. In fact, he has his own channel now for the doodle prompt. Um, I, I was a bit too much of a spam hog otherwise every, every day. <laughs> and, um, I, and I'm not bad. Uh, no, some say I might even be a professional, hypothetically speaking, in my day-to-day job. <laughs> you, you can come in and check that out. And then, um, you know, twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams, as Steve mentioned at the top of the show. I haven't been doing a lot. I d- was doing some Pokemon in French, but who boy does that take some brain power. And at the end of the day, that is not necessarily what I have. But my copy of Tears of the Kingdom is due in any day now. And so I'm sure I will be back on full power um, sharing my Zelda experience as we return back to Hyrule and the land of Breath of the Wild. I cannot wait. I also having a difficult time because I cannot go on the internet for like two more days. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) I hope it goes well for you, Chris, because uh, haunting your streams was our first meeting. It was, yeah. So I'm sure they'll be back, and we'll be back to um, to our, our daily st- or our, our pretty frequent streaming. I mean, I, I can't imagine that I will not. I mean, it'll probably be worse than when I was doing Elden Ring because I just cannot stop playing Breath of the Wild. I've played, I beat it three times, like I start to finish. So uh, that is three more times than I did. I'm still <laughs> working my way through the first time. I just don't have the solid time and commitment anymore. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that too, but I, I, I have a feeling it's going to somehow ma- magically materialize all of a sudden. Okay, well, until Where next a time. And, yeah, exactly. Until next time, may the force be with you. End of episode. <laughs>